Hey guys, and welcome back to today's episode. So today we are going to talk about career changes. So if you are someone who went to college because everyone was kind of telling you, hey, like, this is the thing to do. This is how you're going to make good money. And so you're not really sure what you want to do. So you just kind of close your eyes and, you know, hit the paper and you're like, wherever it lands on, that's what you're going to do. You know, you do that. And then hoping that it'll get you a job. You graduate, you get said job, and then you absolutely freaking hate it. You hate your freaking job. You're stuck in it. You're like, shit, I just spent four years in, you know, got into hella loans. And now I'm stuck here because I have to pay back those loans, you know? Even, even if you don't have any loans, you know, you, you're you not where you want to be. And you're like, where do I go from here? Well, boy, do we have a story for you. <laughs> um, Jennifer, our our co-host, our lovely co-host for the podcast, had experienced the exact same thing. And she's here to tell you that do not lose faith because she decided that she was going to absolutely one-up her job and change just change, change lanes, switch, switch it up. And so Jennifer, you're going to tell us exactly how you did it so that if anyone listening to this podcast feels the same way, can relate, then, you know, you give them some hope, give them some ideas, maybe kickstart their, you know, change and make their life better. Thanks, Jen, for the awesome intro. Um, so <laughs> yeah, basically I had graduated from A&M with Jen and I thought that just getting a college degree was it. Like I really thought that because it was so ingrained in my head from my parents and other people's parents. Like that's just the life we live. And I think Gen Zers can understand this because they're going through it. Actually at a more faster rate than I think millennials are going through it um, because they are more, yeah, I feel like they're much more insightful of their self-awareness than any other generation before. So they're finding out like this whole eight to five gig, nine to six gig, whatever is just not, not it. But I mean, props to the people that find something that they really love doing so that they can be passionate and do a really good job at it. But for the ones that don't, that were kind of in my shoes, um, where sure I was getting paid really well and just had a stable job and I didn't have to worry about money. It was, it was really weird to go through it. So I was going through like really mental stuff because I was like, wait, this is it. Like we're supposed to be doing this for the next 40 years of our life till we retire because that's what we're told. And I took a break. I took like a um, a three week, actually, so it was a three week, what do they call it? Like non-pay, I don't know what it's called. It's, you can, you can go to HR and you say, hey, like I- Leave of absence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I took a leave of absence that the- um, when I was really going through it and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it was just some, a time to just think to myself because really what I was doing is I was working like 10 to 12 hour shifts, four days a week straight. And then on the days that I wasn't working, I was sleeping and resting. So there was really no room to actually like, um, I, w- I don't want to say figure it out, but it's just kind of like get clear, clear headed on what, what, what should be the next steps if this is not the route I want to take. And it sucks because it's like you you thought your whole your whole time as a post teen that this is this may be the route you wanted to take and then all of a sudden it's not. So um or if someone's just going through like, hey, this is what I wanted to do, but now I'm like, I kinda wanna switch lanes, you know? And I think what's going on is that we you know, like social media really opens our eyes to things that is possible. And so if there's something that we enjoy and like doing, it's like if they're doing it, how can I you know, how can I do it too? 
I don't know if, if we didn't have social media, we, we wouldn't have these thoughts, you know? So that's a big thing in our generation is that the capability of seeing other people do bigger things and doing what they want to do, it makes us feel like um, that we can do that too. And how do we get there? So I went through like a little minor depression actually during that time period and maybe like two or three months after. And um, it sucked. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so anyone out there that's going through this, it I can feel your pain because it really, really messes with the mindset that you've had. And it's like, how do I get out of this? And how do I pull myself out of this? So looking back, it really is just taking steps to get to where you want to be instead of thinking too much. Does that make sense, Jen? So if you so you're saying like don't rem- ruminate in what ifs, just take a leap. Yes, yeah. So the more you like Genesis said, reminisce in ideas and dreams, it and not do anything about it, it will sink in and sink in and I think it'll make you feel like upset and sad about it because you're not doing anything about it. You have to like really take one foot in front of the other and get to that place of like, I'm doing it um, instead of daydreaming. So that's, that's my first thing is like, Hey, what is the next step? Look to ask yourself, Hey, what is the next step to get me where I want to be? So once you get a clear picture in your mind of kind of what you want to do, just start. And it may sound so simple, but, um, once I just started doing stuff, I didn't feel sad about it. You know what I mean? So it was like, just take the leap. Um, and then also build a network and people that are doing that same thing. And it really helps you when you have a network of people around you doing the same thing that you want to do, because if you're alone in the game, it's so hard to just fall back and, and kind of get in the routine of what you were doing and, um, not have that support that you would have had otherwise if you were not around people. Okay, so you're somebody who has decided, okay, like, I don't want to do this um, job that I have that I got post-college. So what is the first step that they should take? Um, if you don't have the means to, if you, so like, say like, first, make sure you have that support system. Um, and what I mean by support system is if you have a partner or if you have friends or if you have family that you know will have your back no matter what. I would say open that conversation with them and tell them what you're feeling and what you're going through and what your next steps are. So don't be the type of person that's like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't, I just don't like what I'm doing and I'm just going to quit and I'm just going to think about it. It's just like, okay, what, what is that? What good is that? So it's like, so have the support system and have them kind of explain to you like, or have you like, just just back you up on it, you know, like just have a support there um, and what you want to do. So make sure you have kind of like next steps, um, whether it be monetary or just kind of like, hey, I need you to, to let me know or keep you accountable for the things that you said that you were you were going to do and why you're going to do it. Because at the end of the day, it's like, if you're alone in it, it's really, really easy to fall back and and just kind of like hating your life and being in the same position. Um, so I would first say, like, if you have the means to actually quit your job, like monetarily, or if you have a partner that has, that's like supporting you or your parent that's supporting you, 
um, totally do it. But make sure you're taking action steps. Don't just go out there and like willy nilly, like just blow all your money because you really do need a little bit of that to like get where you want to be. Yeah. So when you quit your job, what did you do between the period between your next job? Yeah. So quit your job, Mm -hmm. next job. What did you do in between? I read a lot. So I read a crap ton. So I YouTubed. So I'm like a graduate of YouTube University and I read a bunch of books. Um, For me, it was more of like, how do I get to be financially independent with my time and my money. So that was my main thing. So whatever your thing is, I would say deep dive into it, whether it be books, whether it be listening to podcasts for people that are doing it, um, watch YouTube videos for people that are doing it. And honestly, you don't have to like be brand new at it. You can just literally be on the shoulders of the ones who have done it and just walk through their basic, simple steps and build a foundation there. Like, all the ideas in the world, the majority of them are built on already on people that have already done it. So it's it's really not hard. And we have so much free information to to just do it. Like literally just literally whoever you seek as and it can, it doesn't have to be like a mentor that actually talks to you back, but somebody that you respect and look up to, whether it be an author in a book, someone that you know in person, or um, kind of watching from afar, I would say see what they did at the beginning and just copy it. So just duplicate everything that they did. And then at some point, of course, you're going to be you and you're going to get your like little touches like after that. But all I did was do exactly what someone told me to do because I like the position that they're in. At first, I, I love their energy. I love the, the way they think. Um, I can see that they're financially well off, you know? And I was like, how are they able to do this? And sometimes they'll even have kids. So it makes me even more motivated to do what they're doing. Cause like, holy crap, they're taking care of another human and they have, um, they're like a husband or wife to someone. And then they talk about like being a family person and a friend person. And I'm like, man, I'm not even one. I'm not even married. I don't even have kids. So it's like, like, I have more time that they do. And so it's like, it's super motivating to see that they're capable of doing what they're doing. So it's just like, you know, that was my next steps. And as I got more information, I was like, okay, now I get to just take, take actions. I would just write down like what I would do next. Okay. So to reiterate, Jennifer didn't like her job. So she quit her job and immediately after quitting, she read books, she researched, and she was trying to figure out, okay, what can I do next? And once she kind of got wind of something that intrigued her or interested her, or she thought, hey, like, I like what this person's doing. I think I want to follow in their footsteps. She looks at what they did at the beginning and then copies what they did. Um, So, and... Jennifer, did you, like, ever just, like, spend time just, like, you know, wasting time messing around? Or was it, like, okay, I quit my job? And, or, like, did you have a due date for yourself? You know, like, hey, I have X amount of months. Like, I need to have something figured out. Like, Um, I think the mindset that I've always had as, like, a young teen is that I never want to be in a position where someone is supporting me. So, it helps when you kind of get into the mindset of 
have your back against the wall and you will push yourself farther than than ever. I, I don't know how to explain it. So it's easier when you have a mindset of like, oh, my parents are always going to be there. Oh, my spouse is always going to be there. Like someone's going to pick me up. But I never had that mindset. So for me, I didn't have lag time. Um, for me, I what I did, what, what made me very confident in quitting is that I had 30 grand in the bank. Okay. So if like, it was two things. It was my partner being very supportive of me. Um, and two, I had 30 grand in the bank. Right. So I was like, if at the end of everything, I knew I was going, I could spend, I could not work at all and have the 30 grand in the bank and live off that. Right. But I, I was just like, okay, what place do I want to be um, at the end? And what is my journey to get there? So if I was messing around and just really not thinking and, and taking action on what are the next steps to get there, it would be, it'd be much, it is, is, it is nice. It's easier, but it's like, man, I, I really want to get to a point in my life where I'm financially free and time, I have time freedom. So I, I just cared more about that than the short-term like interim of doing fun things. Cause like if it was, it was only because I knew that I was capable of what other people were doing. And I think it's whenever you add the environment of what are the lives that other people are living that I want to live and then doing it, it helps. So environment plays a huge part of, of all of it. Cause if I had blinders on and I didn't know what else anyone was doing, I could have easily been like, I don't care. Like, I'll just do whatever I want and just think like, just, just kind of live the day to day. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I know someone who kind of did the same thing where they graduated and they, it's not that they didn't like their, um, degree, but there was just not a lot of job market for it, especially because it was during COVID. And so she like, was working as a substitute and she was like okay I'm gonna give myself until x date and if I don't have a job like in you know what I want to do then it's like okay then I'm gonna start looking elsewhere so um if you're not like you know if you don't you don't think you'll be as driven as Jennifer is you know because no one's as driven as Jennifer um set a date for yourself and be like okay at this date I like need to have something figured out or, you know, I'm just going to apply freaking everywhere and then just get a job in the meantime. So at least you do have something coming in and then you're still trying to figure it out. But keep in mind that during this point of your period of time, you're not like spending a bunch of money, you know, like this is coming from someone who's already like a super frugal, you know, thinks really already invests in, you know, retirement accounts or just like stock market. But not to get, not to make this too complicated, but don't be just wasting your time, spending your money, you know, have a set date, take time, you know, if, if you really hated your lash out or you're depressed or whatever, you know, definitely take care of yourself, but be smart about your money of what you have left and then be smart about your time. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, all right, Jennifer. So what did your work look like or career look like once you figured it, had figured out like what you wanted to do? Do like a quick, if you listen to Jennifer's first, our very first episode, Jennifer kind of talks about her journey between all of her jobs. So Jennifer, just give us like a quick recap of, you know, after 
you figured out, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And until now, what does that quick recap of your career mm-hmm. look like? Okay, so after I kind of figured out, so long story short, I literally looked up on Google how like to get wealthy. <laughs> I was like, how do you get wealthy? Because the wealthy <laughs> people have more time than the middle class and the poor people do. And so, again, I wanted time freedom. I wanted um, the position, be in a position to control my time. And I saw the wealthy people do it. So that's why I Googled it and real estate popped up. Right. And I was like, okay, what's the least barrier to entry in real estate that I can get in now? Like that wouldn't take too long. And it ended up being a notary. So a notary closer is just someone who closes on real estate loans for um, like at the very end when you sign paperwork. Um, So I did that for about two to three years and then I got tired of driving. So and so I pivoted, but the thing is when I pivoted, I still enjoyed that, um, that type of work, which is real estate, right? Cause I started investing during that period as well. So I was like, okay, what position can I put myself in? Cause I've already built a foundation of this subject, which is real estate. So whatever your subject is that you end up being in, like whether it be art, it, um, finance, uh, I don't know, um, name examples, <laughs> Like, um, I think that's enough examples, honestly. So, so what I would say is, um, I think you have to really find what you're good at on top of building a foundation. So I would say, don't skip around, really start to whatever you're in now, try to build off of it if you can. So even though, even if, if you may like hate your job, um, you can still find value in it. So uh, back to my point of uh, switching. So then I became a, um, a mortgage loan officer, so a mortgage banker that helps people buy real estate. So I found out that they can work from home. So that was my kind of pivot. And then I also was not, I had never had a sales job in my life. So that's actually considered a sales job um, as well as being in the real estate industry. So, but I would say, See how that was like a pivot, right, Jen? So it was like, holy crap. Like I was a, I graduated in business and supply chain. I was an operations manager for like two to three years. I was a notary closer, which is another pivot. And then I was in sales. So it's like, really, you can do anything you want, but I'm like building, building, building as I'm moving forward. And that's what you really need to do. So that's why I don't like lag time because the market, the economy will pay you off of the skills that you know and have and have tenure in. So if you have, if you're really just cruising through life, I'm not, I don't know if I would, if it's too harsh to say you're wasting your time because I think a lot of people um, in maybe like the millennial or Gen Z generation um, just kind of just want to just cruise through life and not really care much about what they do um but it it matters because in order for our economy and our productivity to be healthy we need to work we need to provide value to the market so anything that you can build your skill on it's really important so start building a foundation what whatever it may be just make sure it's a good skill that the market will pay for um and yeah yeah, that's it. I mean, that's really it. You know, gain a skill that the market will pay for and find what you're good at. 
so that you don't hate it, <laughs> so that you actually enjoy what you do. Um, no, but that's really good, Jennifer. So I, I think that that's perfect. And I'll, I'll add one thing, Jen, is that, is that the, I have it written down, so I wanted to make sure that I, I say it. So if you are stuck, like in the position, I would say I've, I've talked to a lot of people now that um, I'm like branching out and being like this weird extrovert now, like before introvert, is really shake hands with people, like really start talking to people that are outside of your zone, because then you'll figure out what they are doing and maybe it'll pique your interest because if you don't get in a, a position to if you don't put yourself in a position where other people are doing different things then you'll never know what you are capable of or even realize something that you may want to do so go to meetups go look on facebook and see what other people are doing and be around those people and i can promise you the people at the top are so willing to help the people that are willing to help themselves, like I promise. So that's a way to get out of your comfort zone and stop being in your inside your own head. And if you're around people that kind of just are supporting what you're thinking, but are not where you want to be, is that's how you branch out, is really just be around people that are doing stuff that you may want to do. Even if it's not like something that you think you want to do, still be open-minded and, and like intentional about maybe listening to what they're doing, because you never know. You really never know. I met, for example, I met a um, someone who graduated as a PT. So that is not a hard degree as is being a physical therapist. He 180. I think he's like in his 30s. He has a he has a um, he has a daughter, and um, I asked his story, and I was like, "Holy crap! You're only a PT for like two years, and you quit." He's like, yeah. And I was like, what do you do now? And he's like in real estate and he shook hands with a guy that liked him. The guy makes more now than he did as a PT, right? And not just saying like it's the monetary thing, but like he didn't like what he did and he, he worked so hard for it and he still put himself in a position without, he didn't need the PT degree. Obviously being a PT degree with his current position is like, it, it's, it's, uh, it didn't need to be the prerequisite. So it's like, don't let a degree hold you back from the thing that you could be doing. Like, honestly, if I could say it, fuck the degree. Like, I, I would have, if, if someone's like, oh, but I have this degree, or if I do not have this degree, do not let it stop you, because this market will pay for those that, that you know, whatever skill set that you have, it will pay for it. You just got to put yourself there. That's good. Good stuff. All right. That's all I got, guys. So that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope that you found a ton of value and hope that you take action and starting to apply this into your daily life. If you like this episode, we really appreciate it if you give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast. Feel free to shoot us a DM if there's a specific topic you want to listen to. And in our bio, you can find our link tree where you'll find links to two free weeks of better help, which is online therapy. One free week of Camp Gladiator if you're interested in getting your fitness up and links to our Spotify and Apple podcast accounts if you want to share it with a friend or family member because you think this could help them improve their lives as well. See y'all next time.